Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. Podcast One presents Off the Vine Drunk Dial. It's all about dialing digits and making questionable decisions. Let's get it started. Every car comes with its share of stories. That ding in your bumper when you nervously picked up a first date, the luxury package that you got after a big promotion, or the mileage you saved by riding your bike all summer. Now, while you can't put a price tag on your stories, now with TrueCar, you can at least find out what your car is worth when it's time to sell or trade in. Just go to TrueCar, simply enter your license plate number, and watch how your car's details just pop up. Then answer a few questions. Navigation and moonroof? Well, watch as they bump up your value. If you have high mileage, you already knew that was going to cost you, but now you're going to know how much it dings your wallet so that you can plan ahead. Once you're finished, you'll get a true cash offer sent in minutes, which you can just take to a local certified dealer to cash out or trade in. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. True cash offer not available in all areas. Happy Friday, everybody, and welcome to Drunk Dial. I'm going to start this off with a solid little bitch and complain because, oh my gosh, I just did a whole, like, I don't know if it was... 20 minutes, really not a big deal, but 20 minutes of recording a podcast. I'm looking out at the dock. I'm watching mom and Rob have happy hour out there. I was like, okay, I'll do my drunk dial, go have a drink. And then Roman got his sweet little paws wrapped around the cords of my podcast gear, pulled it off the table. My chip popped out and it didn't save. So now I have to redo everything. Thank God I hadn't got to the phone calls yet. Cause if I had to like re drunk dial you guys and get you to like, you know, tell the tell the story again with as much energy as you ha- I just would have felt so bad anyways hello. <laughs> I wanted to start off drunk out with the hello uh, I remember talking about this with Jason on one of my podcasts I don't know if you guys remember but we were talking about how she says hello and not toodaloo and Jason thought she was saying toodaloo and I was like are you kidding me she clearly says hello and then he goes yeah but her voice goes down and it goes and I said no it just goes hello wow anyways these are the kinds of arguments that happen at our house (laughs) I really shouldn't complain about anything should I anyways welcome to the weekend proud of each and every one of you for making it through your week what you doing this weekend how's your week acting like I'm not sitting here by myself and you guys can just talk back to me. <laughs> Anyways, let's get to some questions. We're going to do some wedding Kenyanots and then we're going to get to some good wedding confessions, which I'm sure people will have a lot of good ones for me. Lauren Lang wants to know, what was the highlight of Ashley and Jared's wedding festivities for you? For me personally, it was definitely seeing everybody. I'm not going to lie. Going into it, I was a little anxious because I was like, I don't know how this is going to be. I'm seeing you know, Nick for the first time in, you know, where we can actually just like have normal conversation and be fine. I'm seeing JJ who was on my season. I don't, I don't think I've seen him since Jaden Tanner's wedding. Uh, I'm seeing cupcake, which I just adore him. So that didn't matter, but it was just, I, 
it, like Becca Tilly, I haven't seen her in years and we used to be so close and it was just a lot of, um, I don't know, overwhelming thoughts coming into my mind of what it was going to be like, but I couldn't wait to see Ashley and Jared get married. So I think for me, the highlight was actually seeing everybody, even including producers and just having the best time. So it was actually nice to hang out with producers off camera. You know, they didn't have their walkies on or their earpieces in. They weren't trying to manipulate anyone. They're not producing anyone. It was just, we all had really nice conversation. We pre-gamed at Ben Higgins Airbnb, went to the wedding. We went back to Ben's after and drank like a whole bottle of whiskey. And it was actually just like really fun to reconnect with some of these people. So that to me was the highlight besides the obvious of seeing Ashley and Jared get married. So Katie Richmond asks, was it awkward seeing any of the guys from your season And she said, P.S. You look beautiful. Thanks, Katie. No, it wasn't awkward. I actually found it quite nice. I thought it might be a little awkward with some of them. Like the like I think the last time JJ and I spoke, it was a blow up over Twitter and we said some pretty nasty things to each other. So I was a little nervous about that, but I met him and his or sorry, I met his fiance and saw him and they were just both so lovely love cupcake. It was actually really nice to just be friends with Nick and be able to be in the same room as him and not feel some sort of shame. Um, it was nice to catch up with him. Always love cupcake. It was so nice to see Jared marry his best friend. It was just, I, we live in this insanely awkward world. So I guess it's just like at what level of awkward was it? But I actually, I actually was just really happy to see everybody. Ashley Nicole asks, what is something that surprised you about Ashley and Jared's wedding? Now this, I don't want it to come off, um, across wrong, but I was, I was, uh, surprised by the level of like, I was surprised by the maturity of it and just the elegance and the romance of it. Like I, I, Ashley's just such a funny character to me that she, you know, she loves, she was always obsessed with like princess Jasmine and she has pictured her wedding day for so long. I just thought it'd be a little more princessy, but it was actually very magical and elegant and romantic. And every detail was just perfect. Like it was one of the most stunning weddings I've ever been to. I was really, really blown away and impressed. And it was just like, they said it, they didn't want it to be a party. They wanted it to be a romantic experience. And it really was. It was in like where they filmed the original Gatsby. It was on the water. The first part was in a church. I guess that kind of surprised me too. But it still was a party. I mean, we're all drinking and we still danced and everything. But it was really a romantic experience. And from start to finish, it was just just mind-blowing. But it was also hilarious because being in a church, like I, I can't imagine getting married in a church. I wanted to, I want to be on like a beach or somewhere, you know, outside I would prefer. But I didn't see it being in a church, but it was really... Um, like Rhode Island is so it's got so much character and it's so unique and it was just stunning. And Elon Gale, who's one of the old bachelor producers, the executive producer, I think we all know him, the guy with the crazy hair and the beard and he's really funny. So he made it, um, he officiated the wedding and he made it really fun and also really, really special. He did a really good job and he made a couple, you know, little zingers in there. He was, he was talking about how, you know, it's a classic love story. Girl goes on TV to meet a boy. Boy doesn't like her. Boy dumps girl. Boy goes on TV, meets a girl. Girl dumps boy. And then he went like, hello, Caitlin. And then he goes through their whole story. And he's like, you know, it's just a really traditional love story. And then he goes, uh, Tanner was supposed to officiate this. But Jade and Tanner had their baby in a closet. And so I guess I'm runner up, which a lot of people know how that feels in this room. And then he goes, hello, Nick. And it was kind of funny because we can all laugh about it. And for once, it was me not making the joke. 
about Nick. I was like, okay, I'm out. I'm out. We're friends now. We're friends now. Um, Kelly Smith asks, what is something that Ashley and Jared did at their wedding that you absolutely loved and thought I definitely have to do that at my wedding? And I think that was for me probably she had David Cook sing an original song. So it was a very like intimate moment between him and the them two in their first dance. Then they had a band which played like the most incredible music. And then they had a DJ come in and play with the band. And they played Backstreet Boys and Sync One Direction. And that's when the like dancing and partying really happened. But to me, I was like, okay, Caitlin, how's your budget? Because... That sounds to me ideal. One little intimate moment with um, a good singer and who is Ashley's favorite American Idol contestant, then a band and then a DJ to, you know, really ended on a high note. So I, I think that was something that that stood out to me that I really enjoyed. Caitlin Roscioli McNicoli. I added in the end. It's McNoll. Mc, nope. McNichol. <laughs> I'm so sorry, Caitlin. Who cried first? Jared Ashley or you? I seriously smiled the whole time. Sometimes I cry at weddings, but I was just so genuinely happy. I mean, I teared up a little bit actually when uh, they said their own vows because I thought they were just really beautiful. But Ashley also people expected her to cry and she was just smiling so big it like hurt her cheeks. And then so Jared actually got emotional first, which was sweet. Amanda Isle asks, what song did they play that was your favorite to dance to? Oh, Backstreet's Back. Duh. Everybody was just going for it on the dance floor to Backstreet Back. Backstreet's Back. She also wants to know how was the food and what did they serve? Oh, the food was so good. Um, they had a beef option or meat. I don't, I think it was steak maybe. I don't remember because I didn't eat that. Um, there's also a salmon option and then there's a vegetarian option, which is what I had. It was like truffle mushroom ravioli. My mouth's watering. Oh my gosh, it was phenomenal. They should have been serving Spade and Sparrow's wine, but that's probably my bad. Ashley King wants to know, who are you the most excited to see other than Ashley and Jared? And this may seem silly because I live in the same city as them, but Carly and um, Carly and Evan. I just adore them. I really adore Carly. And, you know, she's mommed it up. And she's still like 45 minutes from me in Nashville. So it was nice to actually be at a wedding with them and um, for, for Jason to get to know, know them too. So it was really fun. Joanna Heinel asks, how many times did someone ask you and Jason when your turn is? And then she said, also kind of not. Yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> Actually, I mean, not that many, but that definitely, that question was asked. Okay, this name is going to be a little tricky for me. Olga Porotikova. Porotikova. I hope I'm close. Did you uh, look at Jared's reaction first or Ashley coming down the aisle first? I looked at Jared. My eyes want to go to Ashley and always want to go to the bride, but I love seeing the the man's reaction. Leanne Goldsmith asks, who was the most drunk? And I'm going to give you guys one guess. That's right. It's your girl. Where's Roman? Oh, he's over there. Sorry, I just panicked. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I'm just kidding. I don't know if I was the most drunk. We all had a really good time. And I mean, back at, back at Ben's Airbnb after, it was like me, Jason, Nick, Dean, Ben, um, Ben's girlfriend, who else was there? But uh, a few producers. Yeah. See, I'm like, I don't even know who else was there, but it was just, it was a really, really fun time. I don't know who got the most drunk. <laughs> um, okay. Let's get to some Kenny Knott's wedding edition. I thought this would be really fun because a wedding event, like I just know there's, especially coming from the bride, there's probably so many Kenny Knott's that, that the bride would be like, please like this one. Danielle Tilton says, 
Can you not complain about which table you were placed at? And let me tell you, I was placed with a lot of my ex-boyfriends and I did not complain because I know the bride and the groom or just the bride or just the groom, whoever is doing it, they work so hard on the seating charts and it's so stressful. So just, just don't complain. Can you not? Heather Moore, can you not try and add people who weren't invited to the guest list? I've heard of this happening where people just bring a date and then it's like, you didn't, you weren't invited. (laughs) Get out. Uh, Kiera Simpson, can you not get super wasted at the dinner rehearsal and start rubbing my gay uncle's leg? Now I'm really confused by this, Kara. No, Sierra. Sierra Simpson. Uh, who was rubbing your gay uncle's leg? Like, was it one of your girlfriends? Was it one of your buddies? Was it a family member? I hope not. Uh, yeah, let me know. Kelly Paisley Cohen, can you not have your cell phone out during the ceremony at all. They hire professionals for that. I'm really on board with that. I want people to leave their cell phones like in a closet and just enjoy every moment because there will be photographers and videographers and you can use all of it for your little Instagram stories or whatever. Maybe just pull out your phones at the end when everybody's on the D floor, you know? Amanda Attaway asks, asks says, can you not wear white, a white dress to my wedding? I remember the days I got shit on for wearing white to a wedding, but... To my defense, you were supposed to either wear black or white. My girlfriend's a photographer and she wanted all the photos to be black and white so you could wear white or black to her wedding. But you know social media won't forgive you for that. Uh, Brittany Mushold, can you not have a cash bar? Wait. Oh, I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that. Can you not have a cash bar? Open bar all the way, all the time. Carrie Zerfis, Zerfass. Can you not pack your clothes in a black garbage bag to go on an airplane and bring tuna to eat a groomsman? What? (laughs) Poor guy. I want to buy him a piece of luggage. His nickname became homeless tuna fish. Oh, that makes me sad. (laughs) Wait. Wait, can you actually reach out to me and can we get him like a suitcase? I would love to provide him with one. Oh, why is my... Jason always makes fun of me because I have such a soft spot for like, I don't know, like innocence or people who just like need help. (laughs) That makes me want to hug them. A little homeless tuna fish. Janelle Villagenti. Can you not grind on the dance floor full bent 90 degrees while there's a child right next to you? Yeah, I'd probably have a word with that person. Next time that happens, everybody just go up to that person and say, can you not? Okay. Um, Michaela Thorlickson, can you not ask about how soon we will have babies? We're enjoying our wedding. <laughs> oh, girl. If I had a nickel, hey, if I had a nickel, hey, hey. I mean, people just ask, you know, I've said this before. When are you getting married? When are you, wait, when are you getting engaged is one I get all the time right now. I've already had the when are you getting married. And then as soon as it all happens, it'll be when are you having babies. And it's just, that's just what people do. Same thing as saying like, how's it going? <laughs> Do you actually want to know how the person is or are you just expecting a good so you can both move on? It's just a conversation starter, you know? Lindsay um, Leshner, can you not get engaged on my wedding day? (gasps) The nerve. Who the hell did that? I hope it wasn't one of your friends. Good loud. Okay, confessions. Let's get to the juice. Carrie Delano, we're going to call her and it's about her first wedding being 21, an open bar Oh, boy. Let's call her. (gasps) Okay, well, I'll just tell her confession. 
Carrie says, went to my first wedding being 21, which was my cousin's super nice wedding. Open bar, huge candy bar, dessert bar, unlimited champagne. Oh, gosh, 21 years old. I can already see what's about to happen. I ate too much candy. I drank too much champagne. I threw up in the middle of the dance floor and was drunk texting my now husband, then guy I met a week ago, all about it. My dad had to carry me back to the hotel. My family still won't let me live it down. It says she's available for a call, but I don't know why... Let's see if it works for somebody else. Let's call Shelly and see if this works. Your call has been for- uh, Shelly Nicole Sampson. So sorry I couldn't get a hold of you. Her confession is that her and her fiancé got caught doing it by the bride and groom when they were coming to do a late night photo shoot by the groom's truck. <laughs> That's... Kind of funny, actually. I don't know. If you're friends and it's a wedding, you get caught. Your fiancés, I like it. You're keeping it spicy. Get it. Kinsey Sellers has a confession that includes, but is not limited to, her bringing a bottle of ranch to her best friend's wedding. And for that, I thank her. Makes for a really boring episode of Drunk. Your call has been oh. forwarded to an automatic voice message system. Oh, it makes me sad when people don't answer because I'm like, well, I wanted to hear a good story and I want to know what happened with the ranch. It's a confession that includes ranch. Dang, maybe you can like make me a video. I don't know. I just always hate when people don't answer. I feel bad. Well, let's go back up. I have somebody else's number. I don't know who to call. Should we call tuna, homeless tuna fish story or the gay uncle stroking the leg? I'm going to do tuna fish. I'm going for tuna, tuna fish because I want to know if I can help him out. <gasps> can you not not answer your phone when I call you for a drunk dial? Uh, I'm looking for home. <gasps> Oh, this this recording is rude. Hey, your answering machine just cut me off. So now I have two can you nots. Can you not cut me off when I'm making a really good message? And can you not pick up your phone when I'm trying? Can you not not pick up your phone when I'm trying to leave you a drunk dial? I wanted to know about homeless tuna fish man. I want to know if I can help him and if I can get uh, him a, a sponsor for luggage uh, from a lu- luggage company. <laughs> I can't talk. Okay, love you, bye. Oh my gosh, that is three fails. Or was that four? That was three fails, you guys. Rough. Okay, well, that was your drunk dial. <laughs> I hope you guys have such a good weekend. I hope you had a fabulous week. And uh, you know what? I have a pretty open week. I'm going to spend some time on the Off the Vine Facebook group. I'm going to chat with you guys, see what you'd like to hear on the drunk dials, what you like, what you're not enjoying. And uh, so let's make a time for it, actually. Let's say, I'm going to look at my calendar here because I'm a not so busy woman this month, but I want to make sure I can do this. Let's say Monday the 19th, I'll go on Facebook at 5 Pacific time, 7 Central time, and 8 Eastern time. Okay, put it in my calendars, and we can talk about what you guys are loving, what more you want from Drunk Dial, um, and who you'd like me to interview. Can't wait to chat with you guys, and then maybe I can hear your little ranch story. Okay, have a good weekend. Love you, bye. This week's Drunk Dial is sponsored by TrueCar. Visit TrueCar for a more confident car buying experience.